0: showed up.
1: <laughs> can
0: you hear me? I can hear you. It's recording. Say hi.
1: Hey everyone. It's <laughs> nice to finally get on here. Yeah. Jacob finally showed up. I had to push through a lot of fear to get on here. Oh well. It, it feels too bad. bad. It feels good. Put
0: on your big boy panties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because this is where I get to be me, and I since I, we were already just having fun, I was like, I'm already being wacky. And I pulled two cards just now while I was waiting for you. Well, I'm like, what is he doing? Going we to the just, bar?
1: Um, we were just juicing it up, juicing up the energy for this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, and guess what? Two cards came up. Uh, Resistance, both of them reversed. Time to go, the girl going through the portal with the universe having their back, and Yang Energy. Like he's resisting, he is <laughs> resisting this opportunity, but you showed up, yay! I did. I
1: did.
0: So, Jacob, is, how many years have you studied astrology or learned about it?
1: Um, no, three and a half plus plus um any past life.
0: Oh, years. I was gonna say besides your um your decades and decades of past life <laughs> use of <laughs> astrology. So, yeah, so Jacob and me are usually really wacky and talk about everything from pooping to, um, you know, like 3D mentality and metaphysics and, you know, everything in the world. And now we're like, what do we talk about? Like, (laughs) so, um, yeah, like, I thought maybe we could just talk about the energy, the craziness that's going on. So. But, um, you go ahead and talk some, what do you want to talk about with your planets? What's going on in the, let's pass the mic over to the, the weather forecaster of the planets. (laughs) Like (laughs) what's going on in the planets and the stars?
1: (laughs) Well, um, currently the sun is in Scorpio right now. It's Scorpio season. as anybody who like at least is into the horoscope should know or knows their sign, um, But then we also have, um, we have Jupiter in his own sign of Sagittarius, which is pretty cool.
0: What's that Um, mean?
1: Well, Jupiter's like the planet of expansion, um, philosophy, um, higher like educational pursuits. Oh,
0: that's Santa Claus, isn't it?
1: Abundance, yes. Okay. I was about to say, like, (laughs) he is kind of like the Santa Claus of the Zodiac because he can bring lots of gifts your way yeah whether that be monetary gifts or um personal growth breakthroughs that sort of thing yeah and
0: Sagittarius is fire so that means fast right that's fast manifestations or fast moving energy Yes, I would
1: say that because it is a it's mutable fire too and um the mutable signs are all about adaptability and um Kind of flexibility okay they always they always end a season so
0: so it could be bringing us um expansion at a pretty fast rate
1: <laughs> yes and um
0: but flowy kind of at the same time maybe a flexible I was
1: talking with missy before we got on here that i want to go a little bit deeper and um probably most people won't know about the houses but uh, everybody in their natal chart, they have the 12 houses that are set up um, a certain way. And there's different house systems that you can use to set those up like different ways. But most people, at least modern astrologers, use the Placidus system. And so try to trying to kind of sum it up, um, basically your rising sign is really important, just like your sun sign, because it it's like rules, the body rules, your physical features, but also kind of like your outer personality, like how you first come across to people. And what's also really important about that is it's on the cusp, as they say, of the first house. And so it literally sets up all those houses um, and your chart and each house kind of represents a different area of life. So there's tons of free, um, if anybody's interested, uh, there's tons of free websites out there. Look up your natal chart. Um, my personal favorite is CafeAstrocharts.com.
0: Um, oh shit! I went to Cafe Astrology today.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that one's good too. But like, if you don't have the thing with Astrocharts.com, is you have to have everything exactly correct, or that's what you want, anyways, for the best results. You're like
0: meaning there. like the, t- time the time of, of birth. birth. Yep. Yeah.
1: Birth city. And of course, your date of birth, yeah, if you don't know that um then cafe astrology will let you do time unknown, but you still have to have your birth city, yeah, it's based off of latitude and longitude, <laughs> but anyways, um
0: I love it, that's the one I did today, <laughs> but
1: I had to sort of set up that a little bit of that introduction because where you have Sagittarius in your chart, like which house or I should say which um house cusp Sagittarius is ruling that's where Jupiter is um affecting that area of life for you right now so it's oh and and bringing bringing like huge blessings because like I said it's he's in his own sign so he's extra powerful right now
0: this this looks like a bunch of lines and squiggles to me so I'm like uh which one's got the Sagittarius that you know mine a little bit but I'm like oh my gosh
1: you can I could give an example for Yeah. Yeah, do that. So, like, say... um, uh, Well, I'll use myself as an example, because... um, I won't go into interceptions, but... (laughs) My (laughs) second house is ruled by Sagittarius. The second house is about your... um, It's about your uh, finances, but it's also about what you see... Like what you see as worthy like your personal worth self-worth i should say but also what you find value in other things and it's kind of like um how you create that stability for the rest of your life you know that stability that you need that financial stability but also that stability in knowing who you are and like what you value and yourself and others
0: cool i like that
1: second house theme. So if Jupiter's there, um, he's going to, and it's the house of finances. So you should probably, I mean, there's a high chance that, you know, money, you're going to manifest a good, sum of money could show up.
0: Yes. Cause that fire element is, it, is it because of the fire element
1: or is it just because of the
0: house placement? Um, it's a combination of them probably.
1: Well, it's, um, Jupiter is about expansion no matter what sign it's in. Oh, okay. The sign is kind of the flavor of how it's expanding. Okay. But like I said, in his own sign, he's doing it really well because um, as we've talked about before, um, when, when astrologers say rule, like rulership or, um, it's in its sign of it's in its dignified sign. Uh-huh. What that really means, I feel like, is, like, tying that in with metaphysics is uh, astrologers knew, like, thousands of years ago, they could, maybe they didn't know how to say it, like, in scientific terms, but they could feel how, when that planet was in that sign, it was resonant with it, meaning it flowed really easily, uh-huh. where if a planet is in its opposite sign that it rules there's dissonance so it's not it's kind of clunky almost. <laughs> like it's still it still works but it's kind of awkward it's awkward energy Hmm. okay but, also as i said before too and i know i'm getting a little off topic here but um there's positives and negatives and everything sometimes you can have too much of a good thing and sometimes you can make the best out of you know a not so good situation so not everything's black and white. Is basically what I'm
0: saying. That's a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. So, but overall <laughs> Jupiter, you're saying but, that's where the flexibility helps too, you know, and in the interpretation.
1: Maybe, let's just say you're Gemini rising. So um, now Sagittarius is ruling the seventh house, which is the house of friendships. Um, well, relationships in general, but it can be friendships, romantic relationships, or even business partnerships. And, um, you're going to have an influx of that Jupiterian energy expanding. Like m- maybe you, you like make like <laughs> a multitude of friends while it's transiting that house, or maybe you're, you attract a partner who has prominent Jupiter in their chart. Hmm. So,
0: and you said business um, partners too. So it could be networking, it could be, uh, right? right? Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. And, he's known as the greater benefic and kind of the old traditional astrology. So it would be like really pretty much anywhere he goes, he's giving a lot of, um, well, let's just say that he's easier to work with than let's say, you know, Mars or Saturn or Pluto. It's not that they have their place and they can do positive too. They're just a little bit more difficult deal with than jupiter (laughs) (laughs) or venus so you're
0: that's just more confirmation that jupiter is kick ass to be in that sign in that yeah in that sign right now so yeah that's that's freaking like it sounds like a maximum possibility of or maximum timeline possibility that we can manifest
1: on a mass scale because these are universal energies too the mm-hmm. whole collective is going through a mass kind of expansion right now and like that could be philosophical like they're thinking about things maybe in different ways than they never have before like from a different perspective or they could be reevaluating their um religious beliefs their spiritual beliefs that sort of thing
0: ooh that's a deep well ooh especially for them people that don't know what's up yet right, right. <laughs> So what's the what's another planet that's cooking?
1: Well, I was gonna. I feel led to talk about Neptune too because Neptune is another one that's in his own sign right now, Pisces. So, Pisces. I'm writing these down. So, Neptune's really big right now as well. Um, it's usually it's called a generational planet, meaning it's like the outer planets are so far out that they usually only affect people on a generational level, unless there's something in astrology called an aspect, which is literally like the mathematical aspects, that uh, angles that the planets were making when you were born. Hmm. But um, when in astrology, when you interpret that, um, it's how the planets are interacting and um, within yourself, because each planet represents a different aspect of who you are. So um, when a when an outer planet is aspecting a personal planet such as sun with the sun moon mercury mars or venus it becomes more prominent it's like it's um, yeah it's kind of like a it'll have a bigger theme in your life it's probably the best way to put it
0: wow so <laughs> and, what's that
1: energy what's that energy well neptune is um also known as poseidon in um uh, the roman i believe that's his roman name but um it's energy is unique. It's very um, ethereal. It's nebulous. Um, it's highly spiritual, transcendent energy. So um, you're
0: meaning like esoteric and metaphysical, correct? Like, because that was a big yes. word. Both of those. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, you're talking to Missy over here. Like, uh, yes. translation, please. So, yes. yeah. And, um, so um, very woo-woo, kind of. Or
1: He's also, he's. He's also known as the higher octave of Venus, and that might be getting a little too in-depth um, for most people. Well, some people
0: might know, so let her rip. Yeah, yeah. Let her rip. Yeah. They're ready. <laughs> they can look it up uh, if they want, so.
1: Yeah, so it's not that it's, like, better than Venus. It's kind of like a, in terms of vibration and frequency, um, it's a higher frequency.
0: You're freaking me out yeah. right now because I know what the Pisces energy is about. And then you talking well, about I'm, Neptune over here? I'm like, oh hell no! That's like a double whammy. Yes. Oh
1: exactly. my goodness! Yes, so. This
0: is all, all you could do is that make it any worse is like, uh, just add on, shake on a little bit of Uranus energy, and we're all cooked. We are cooked gooses every one of us, because uh, that's gonna be some highly metaphysical shit happening, you know. So go back, right. go talk, go ahead and talk about Neptune and Pisces. But this is gonna okay. be awesome, you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah so um Neptune is about like getting in touch with like your higher self or your guides um the higher realms you know it's it rules it rules everything but the 3d pretty much you know it rules the imagination um like I said transcending to a, another level of consciousness Ooh. Um, that's, that's where the astral
0: projections of... coming in on my end on my pick of cards that sort of stuff.
1: Ooh, that's... Now that is, Crazy. of course, in its highest vibration. Um, unfortunately, the energy can manifest in a lower way with, you know, um, wanting as a, like escapism. Like people who have prominent Neptune slash Pisces will be highly, highly, highly psychic um, to the point that there are, it, they have trouble keeping the boundaries and that's probably like, that's like a karmic lesson that they took on. You know?
0: But I have a question really quick um, about what you just said, that
1: highly psychic
0: thing. So we've both had experiences where we felt like we were just about to slip out of the body. Like even though we were still walking on the planet, we went really transcendent and we had really super high synchronicities and a lot of magic. Like I felt after I invoked Saturn that I was going to leave the planet. Like I was floating and, um, people can, people who don't normally have this throughout the year, because this energy is passing right now or happening right now. Um, can they have a, a trigger or a, um, activation or something metaphysical or paranormal happened to them or what they would perceive to be as paranormal, which is You're actually, saying
1: that if they don't have it natally, like, yes, they
0: can like... they have an experience at yes. this point? Okay. Thank you. Cause that's yes, kind of because... what I was feeling. I was like, Oh shit, this could be ripping the lid off some stuff. <laughs>
1: we're kind of, um, I was, we're kind of more or less talking generally, like how it's affecting the collective, but you have your own personal transit. So all the planets, that are in their current positions right now mm-hmm. are affecting your natal position like
0: on top playing. of what you already have. This is like, if you're right, already so, a Pisces and you're art or you're Aquarius or you're super intuitive and active in well, your unlike, psychic already, this could accelerate that even more. Yeah, so okay. to kind
1: of sum it up, any planets, Omg. That, <laughs> let's see. Um, Yeah, that's probably um, (laughs) a lot to go into, but there are lots of different aspects that can be made. Um, There's all different kinds. There's squares, oppositions, conjunctions, and that can happen with transits. So, um, and then like I was talking about with Jupiter, uh, wherever Pisces is in your chart, like wherever, um, whatever house it rules, it's affecting that house very deeply as well. So there's a lot of magic being brought to that house, essentially. Woo. Spiritual energy. So yeah, there's a multitude of ways that these transits can affect you, um, depending on your own personal chart.
0: Wow. <laughs> and see, I was just kind of like, let me put these puzzle pieces together because you're you know the the educational like you know all the pieces, and then I'm trying to like intuitively understand it, and I'm like, uh, this is feeling like some some really high vibrational stuff. Like if you're in a low vibe, you might manifest something a little bit more, not so pleasant, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably pretty good because you're, you're in a positive, you know, you're on your way to um, manifesting good things. You know, you're mindful of your thoughts, you're mindful of your vibration and such on and so forth. But um, talk about, keep going. Sorry um, about the, how does the Neptune affect Pisces? Or whatever.
1: Um, so, whatever. like I said, he rules Pisces. So, you know, in metaphysical terms, he is most resonant with the sign of Pisces. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so, it flows really well, and the energy is almost, you could say, magnified. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, you were talking about manifestation. Neptune, I would say Neptune, along with some of these new dwarfs, Planets such as um, we've talked about, (laughs) Quaoar. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, He also lends a hand in manifestation as well, but um, we won't necessarily go there just (laughs) yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to get your own damn podcast because this is crazy. Like, people have to know they're going to have to know how to reach you because, guys, this Jacob Johnson knows his shit. Like, he is fluent in in astrology and that's why i'm so constantly like well you lay it on them first and then i'll tell them what what my version what i'm feeling coming through and it's gonna this is just gonna blow your socks off like what energies what they're very similar
1: so this is very kind i i'm still working on my confidence i've I've come really far (laughs)
0: whatever you just a natural
1: have you told them about what we did over the summer
0: I don't know what do we I forget
1: the, uh, the you know the flea market oh
0: yeah yeah the flea market
1: for sure like okay, I nice. didn't get
0: into I did talk about how we left but um, I didn't get into grave detail well, but um, how it
1: was for both of us that was huge and like getting you know confidence and, and stuff, stuff. A lot of confidence and, yeah it's and, just and prep abilities.
0: prep work for um the next step in your journey so it's like exactly. here we are Um, I'm finally getting to the next phase of my podcast for my next phase of the podcast. I was wanting to have people on so we could talk about, you know, bounce this energy ball back and forth and say, what's cooking right now? You know, like, so, but anyway, so what's, it's amplified. People could have experiences that have never had experiences and people who are psychic and tuned in and high vibrational and having great amounts of synchronicity and, and good at manifesting can uh they need to they need to probably expand their thinking and their expand their um dreaming state, like what they are capable, because if you don't expand properly, you're not gonna be able to allow any of this in. I mean, we're talking about big, y'all. If you open up big so whatever you want can come in and fit into that, because if you can't see it for yourself, you can't receive it. So you have to stretch really big. So you have lots of room for this stuff to come in, you know, like exactly. we're coming into the Christmas season.
1: Uh, you have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. Yes. No, um,
0: and shop for sh- shit online that you would never shop for and make wish lists on Tiffany. Like I did you know, like um, I'm working my way there. You know, I walked in.
1: What, um, this just came to me. I feel like. Lay it <laughs> on us. Jupiter and Neptune want you to know that they're. They're at their most powerful. Um, you know, um, how could I say this? They're at their, they're they're pretty much as powerful as they can get right now. Oh my so goodness! Speak. And they want they're they can do, handle most of your manifest manifestations if you can just go that extra mile, so to speak, push yourself and place your
0: order. <laughs> now more than
1: ever, the energies are. Like they're just behind us to manifest what we want. Yeah. In our lives. So
0: So what else is is there any other um any other prominent things happening with planets? Um Or is that the main two? Like
1: Well, I, I wanted to touch on those just 'cause it's it's
0: those are explosive, dude.
1: <laughs> it's somewhat unique that we have um not only Two planets in their own sign, but they're like the two big Mm manifestors.
0: Oh my God. That's Uh, like, I did not have that clarity yet. Like, how you were talking about how the energy flows, like, it's in its own sign. That's a really prominent thing, apparently. So,
1: well, and also, uh, I'm getting excited. Saturn's in his own sign of Capricorn. So, um, that energy can be a little dense sometimes. I mean it's still it's it's positive because it does rule actual the the 3D manifestation part. Um so it's kind of help <clears throat> excuse me, it's helping to ground all that high vibrational energy.
0: Woohoo. That's like the anchor and end of all this stuff we're making wishes for. And all the <laughs> stuff we have been planting seeds for all year long. Like it's not just like what we're doing right now hey hack it up
1: yeah. <laughs> i'm
0: just kidding i'm teasing you. you know yeah
1: it's just uh energy shift that's There's right of, yeah it is um, basically a purge
0: your throat chakra is opening because <clears throat> i have my th- yeah. throat chakra candle lit <laughs>
1: If you guys want a wild ride, um, try invoking Pluto while it's Scorpio season. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, I would totally recommend that after what you went through. (laughs) I'm like, don't forget that it ripple affects your friends as well. Like, you don't just invoke it and then everybody else is still cool around you. Like,
1: uh, It's true. It's affecting them, too. It'll go
0: right through the grid. And the people you talk to and you're connected to the closest. Now, we're talking like you're your shebang bang friends first your sexual connections are going to feel it before anybody else uh or the people you interact with regularly are going to feel it more prominently i think and then the further out the less the effect but it all the same it is still we are speaking into this energy and we're bringing it we are invoking it by talking about it um giving it life and giving it knowledge which the planets want to bring us blessings you know like the universe is um unconditionally loving like the sun doesn't quit
1: shining because
0: because it's pissed no, off makes... at us you know <laughs> like I'm gonna um,
1: <laughs> go grab some water real quick and I'll be right back okay
0: go grab some water I'll be here blabbing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's really interesting I love that because um that gives me even more clarity about what I was touching on with um you know I was getting ready to do a collective reading on the Simply Divine Readings podcast and Um, there was a little resistance it looked like in the collective but maybe now after speaking this into existence and giving life to these vibrations and these energies that they want to be acknowledged I mean everybody wants to be loved and appreciated even if you're a planet everything is alive everything has consciousness everything is energy and it wants to be acknowledged and as soon as you give it life it's going to you're inviting it by saying, hey, Saturn's in Capricorn, Jupiter's in Sagittarius. You are, you know, you're invoking all of those because you're giving life to them and your own by speaking into that. So, um, you know, anything you speak, it's you're giving, you're manifesting it, you know. So you want to, I love having these conversations because, and then you're consuming on your end, you guys are consuming with your ears. You don't just consume with your mouth. You consume with your eyes. You consume with your ears, all of your senses, um, and you you're being very mindful of what you're taking in. And this is very positive, high vibrational energy. So you are more likely to manifest when you're listening to um, high vibrational um, content, you know what I mean? And I really expect fully expect something explosive to happen like that. I would never see coming. And I would say that collective should probably, if you are able to um, lean in that direction and focus your energy on what if, something just wow something amazing just exploded into my reality and I don't care what it is or you can set the intention if you feel strong in it if you feel weak in it eh, it may or may not but just say surprise me universe and lay it on me you know just bring me something good to eat or something you know like um just you know be mindful with your words right now because you will manifest what you speak faster right now because this energy is super accelerated, like you said, your ability to create um, as a divine creator is amplified right now. So, you know, like if you're owning your divinity and your ability to create your own reality, that's what's happening. You're going to get an amplification of that right now. So, um, and and it'll come through synchronicities or, you know, signs and omens or dreams or your imagination or... Whatever you you just never know like it's it it's may it maybe it's just like we should just surrender and let let the universe throw abundance at us in whatever form it wants to come you know what I mean like quit trying to control it you know so I'm just like lay it on me in whatever form is best for me and my highest good so Jacob are you back I am back oh okay this <laughs> is like I could be talking forever and like totally <laughs> so anyways so i love that that was uh awesome like um now the awkwardness is hey where do you find jacob online (laughs) oh crickets nowhere (laughs) he's been in his um hermit stage you remember the hermit card from the tarot deck that's hibernation and that's okay because You're allowed to protect your energy. You know, you're allowed to say, hey, I'm not ready to be vulnerable and open yet. I need to conserve my energy. (laughs)
1: That's not just this life. It's been in many past lives. and Yeah. It's like my soul apparently really wanted to put, put myself out there this time around.
0: Yeah. And it's a, I mean, is there any coincidences? No. That it's happening right now, like at this crazy energetic time. So, On my end, I feel like, okay, let me just tell you my interpretation of Mercury Rx. I got tired of being Mercury's bitch. So one day (laughs) I decided I was going to ride the lightning. I was going to turn it like a rodeo bull and I was just going to jump on that bitch and ride it, you know. And I said, you know what? Everybody's so scared of Mercury's energy. I'm just going to turn it around and say, you know what? This is some powerful energy. And if it's powerful enough to make things go negative, then why can't I make it my bitch and ride the lightning and just, boom. I, I remember the first time I thought that. And I sent that letter out to Dr. Joe on the 999 portal a couple years ago, about three years ago. And um, I think it was 2016, because two, six, and one.
1: We're almost um, approaching our two-year anniversary of being friends.
0: Woo-hoo!
1: Since we met. That's
0: <laughs> awesome! Yeah.
1: Actually, it, it is this month. I met you in November. Well, how in the so, hell
0: did you remember that?
1: It was like the beginning of peak, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was funny, because it's like, oh, my God, you're like, you probably were like the 11th person that walked up to me and ended up having a metaphysical conversation within a week. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Law of attraction is on fire right now, like in my life. So. Yeah, I'll
1: never forget that day. That was awesome. (laughs) I mean.
0: You were probably in
1: shock. Missy helped me get through that place because that place was so blah, like very negative and but, that was yeah, it was tell, loaded. Did you tell them how we would um see we would <laughs> meet each other in the aisles and we'd be like looking over our shoulders and then <laughs> and we'd have to like take off.
0: No, because I was just talking about the dumbass shit that happened there, like the 3D negative.
1: Yeah, thing. like the universe would always create the space for us to be able to kind of essentially uplift each other yeah
0: and with everybody else i'd see them start to flinch and look and i'm like they don't know that's intuition so i'm gonna honor that and run (laughs) you know and like
1: (laughs) stanley would start to look and yeah because the supervisors were like
0: creeping uh, (laughs) but when me and you talk we talked for like freaking half hour and nobody would ever find us like right there on what was that b2 or no a2 Yeah. That when you were stocking that day or something, your inventory or. Oh, that was horrible.
1: Like when I was slotting, it was called slotting. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that was horrendous. That was boring as shit. Probably. You never
0: moved from that aisle for like 12 hours.
1: No.
0: That's awesome. But you know, that place was very magical to me. That was preparing me because that's when I was picking and I was always picking items that I subconsciously was attracting but I didn't understand it because I was I, the first thing I remember picking an abundance of was thongs, and I'm like, who in the hell would wear these little bitty ass panties, you know? And oh my god, that's like a string or that's like a piece of paper or something, you know? <laughs> and I was like, why is the universe bringing me so many thongs, you know? And um, then I held one up one day and and verbally spoke it. I said, I could never see myself wearing something that small, and then I went. I literally put my hand over my mouth and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Yes. And it hit me. It was an epiphany. Like I didn't have a vision. So I was, I was seeing myself as trapped fat forever, you know, which I still haven't lost the weight, but when I get ready, it'll be gone. It'll be gone. But I'm just saying. I just
1: read again that, you know, sometimes I guess we hold on to weight. Yeah. We're going through, um, Ascension, yeah. Like as we're expanding, like I guess until we learn how to ground all the way, yeah. We would like we would float out of our bodies, I guess. If we yeah. didn't Have the extra weight or something.
0: Yeah, and then sometimes it's a psychological protection. Like, um, I had sacral um abuse, and so I was like, ooh, if I get ugly, then maybe no one will abuse me again. I'll be invisible, and I won't be pretty anymore, and then I'll be safe. But also. Like using the word expansion, maybe we should be like, we mean expanding energetically. <laughs> we got to be specific. Like we don't want our waistlines to expand. We want our um, manifestations to expand, you know? So like, you got to be careful with your wording with the universe too. Like I just posted one this today, a girl posted and said, there's a hundred grand candy bar. And she said, I should have been more specific with my manifestation. <laughs> it was a candy bar that was a hundred grand. Uh, yeah. Get it? Like she said, I wish yeah. I had a hundred grand. And then the candy bar <laughs> showed up. So, but anyways, um, yeah, those were some fun days because I would literally, I started to use it as an oracle. I was like, tell me what well, I need to know about this. And then.
1: And remember, I was. Um... <laughs> It took me a while to be able to sit with you. Like, I was over in the corner by myself for the long time. Hibernating.
0: contracted.
1: <laughs> we would talk for, like, half our break by the, the microwaves. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yes. And then eventually I just ended up coming over with you guys. Yeah. It's
0: like, it's safe. But there was always that one dagger through the energetic heart. Like, you know, I don't name any names, but it'd be like, I, I punched the fuck out of my husband last night you know (laughs) it'd be like and i'd be like he's leaving now for sure because like most sensitive people are like i gotta get out of here you know but it's like wait a minute wait a minute it's cool it's not about me it's about them you know so just just pray for them to have something better manifest you know or something send them good vibes
1: (laughs) there was one person who had kind of messed with me and she would sit in and listen you remember that person
0: Mm, oh yeah dark hair
1: um tall and pretty tall and slender oh
0: never mind that ain't her then okay i'm like i don't remember okay but anyways
1: i've, I've actually forgotten her name but i still see her face but it's all good i
0: that was the first time i've been in a place with really high vibe people and i could literally feel when someone left And then, 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 remember when we were, I was wearing a crystal, the quartz crystal, and you were wearing a quartz crystal, and you came out of the bathroom at the same time as me, and we, like, started to talk right in front of the water fountains, and the lights went off. Remember?
1: Remember
0: when it totally blacked out for, like, ten seconds? Oh,
1: that was over in um, the A-Mod that one time. It went, yeah, it's Coming back
0: from break, wasn't it? Right up there in
1: the front. Possibly or we were just like
0: face to face
1: talking. I think somehow we I think we just kind of ran into each other like we were picking in the same and it
0: went goes. every every light in the whole place went off. And they never yes. lose power there.
1: And the backup generator had to take over. It
0: reset itself or something because I cannot believe yeah. it. I was like, Oh my I god.
1: You, I remember you screamed.
0: <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. That's it's because we're both wearing quartz. Oh my God! And we're like really high vibe, and
1: and that's that's true. And, At the time, I didn't think of it that way, but I, well,
0: yeah. it reminds me of when Beyonce did the uh, Super Bowl, and all the lights went out and everything down there. <laughs> I was like, I know who did that. That was Beyonce. She got the crowd so crazy. There's so much crazy energy that you know. I know she did it. I know it was because of Beyonce. You know,
1: and because well, that could be why the uh, we'd have so many jams too, because you
0: know that oh the vibrations clashing yeah. it's like um high high what is that called high pressure and low pressure coming together and it creates like a you know a tornado outside
1: right and
0: right. then when good vibes and bad vibes come to and i used to set intentions like we're not gonna do shit today or we're gonna go home and that machine's gonna break down and here oh would come here would come bill you know with the glasses oh, and he'd be like, well, don't expect any work for a while. That machine's going to be broke down for like three hours on replenishment. And I'm like, oh, yes, Stanley, guess what? <laughs> and we would just play oh, there.
1: Santa, I hope you can get out of there.
0: And then we used to use that. Um, yeah, I, I do, too. I do, too. And um, that app that I had, um, some sub- subliminal vision boards. And we I would said I didn't know it really worked until I put a uh, somebody mean in there and said bye 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 to them and then she disappeared that supervisor disappeared they moved her over they moved allison from picking over to like that office where she stood all day and she was like didn't get to talk to anyone like her lips were sealed kind of thing like she did never... <laughs>
1: They did it on purpose, I guess, Probably. I love
0: it because you know what? You send something up to the cloud, and the universe says, "We hear you." And then they put the thought in somebody's head, like, "Hey, we got to shift Allison over here." That's all it is. Is they relay the message to somebody, and somebody answers it. You know, I swear to God, that's what it, I believe it is. It goes to the cloud and comes right back down. You know, and and it was fast too. And then um that that one lady we wanted. Sarah was having a lot of trouble getting discriminated against because there was a lot of favoritism in um, that area she was in. And we were, I told her, I made hers and said, another one bites the dust. Good luck, Deb. And (laughs) she thought she was going to retire and ended up she couldn't. And they moved her to third shift and then she hated her life. And I'm like, well, he shouldn't have been a bitch. That's karma. (laughs)
1: Right. She had screwed me over. So it was like two people.
0: (laughs) And you don't have to do it intentionally. You can do it subconsciously, but it's much more powerful. If you set an intention to that person needs to exit stage right, man, I just can't handle them. You know, like they do not belong in my field. I declare this space clear, you know, like I didn't do all that. All I did was just joke around with it and boom, they were gone, man. (laughs) But that place was fun. But um, this is creeping up. We're at 40 minutes right now. I'm I'm either going to have to do an ad and come back or wrap it up. So what it's do you... It's up to you. Um, let's it's see. We've got... <laughs> i got a small amount of battery left. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I wanted to add. Um, I just feel like that... I felt the intensity last week so much that I feel like I've described it a little bit like this before Um, to put it in easy, understandable terms. Like I'm standing in the ocean and I'm standing out further than you. Like say I'm up to my waist and you're up to your ankles. Well, I'm going to feel the effects of that wave first because I'm out there deeper. And then when it rolls in and it hits you, it's not gonna be as rough or maybe it's you're more in the shallows or you know, you're further away from that wave. So I get the first I get the wave first and then other people yeah, seem to get it after me.
1: So it's kind of like you've heard like the light workers or way showers because we're literally uh feel good, which is leaving edge out to, Shout out to Feel Good if you ever listen to this Feel and Good and Woo! Also, I'm sending people to his uh, YouTube channel, it's literally feel good. He's amazing, yeah. <laughs> but he has talked about you know like we're literally the star seeds, the light workers, way showers. They're all labels, but we're kind of treading the territory that's never been. Uh, we're kind of like the pioneers. We're pioneering the way for the rest of the collective, and um, it's it can be challenging and kind of scary at times, but it's also like we're pretty much badass souls, (laughs) old souls that took this on, you know, like, so. Yeah. If you uh, you feel like you're a light worker or a starseed and you feel kind of like you've never fit in or um, just awkward or, yeah, I mean, just know that, that you came here to do something awesome and.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: I mean, you, your soul set it up for your unique journey so um you're bringing something special to the table so and you're again whatever that is it's you're kind of making paving the way for everybody else so yes
0: yes
1: (laughs) heard that
0: but um that's just kind of where i'm at i'm like they know the basket case that i was last week because i was focused in a different place you know but that's where the way showers can be like hey Trust well, me, you don't want to be focused on something good manifesting right now. You don't want I to want be. To, I
1: want to say too, because um, I was—I've always been really introverted and stuff, and uh, very intuitive. I just didn't always know it. But um, you're not—you're not alone. Which it's kind of cliche, but it's true. Like you can connect with other light workers and people that are like-minded. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Again, you kind of have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit, but.
0: Oh, there's there's tons of groups on Facebook, trust me.
1: Right. And once right. you
0: get your algorithm straight, your feed will never have negative bullshit in it again. So you just clean it up real good. And
1: There's probably people that are going to listen that have never heard of Starseed.
0: Well, that's okay. I bet you there's more than you think because the young people, I think a lot of young people are really evolved souls and that they're, you know more in tune than, than even we are. They, they've never okay, had the like, trauma
1: that we've had or like, there was a time where you like, you didn't even, you didn't want to say that. Like, and you really come to terms with it yourself.
0: Oh you know? God. Have I trudged through the darkness?
1: <laughs> Good God. You... <laughs> Cause what's your, um, your blood type is very unique.
0: Oh it? my God. You brought that up. Let me do an ad real fast. Hang on. I might have okay. to dial you back in. Sure. Okay. We'll come right back. You guys, I got to, get some more time for us we're back yeah see they they'll hear an ad and it's like uh other than that nothing they're like they never left (laughs) so oh that's awkward Thank you for bringing that up. I never brought that up. I think I have once a long, long, long time ago. But I was like, um, there's too many local people listening to my shit now. But hey, you know, might as well bring it out, you know. I'm not scared. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, That's a whole different ball of wax. But um, the O negative theory. I'm sure that a lot more people, a lot of people are familiar with the O negative uh, stuff going around um, the hybrid theory
1: which just because you, you don't <laughs> have that blood type it doesn't mean that you're, you're, that you're not a starseed you know like mm-hmm. you could still be a starseed
0: and not only that but you could be a very awakened um, like person regardless because you, you've you learned about it you've leaned into it you understand you can open up that part of your brain and that act You know, activation, um, there's many different ways you can get activated. You can get clunked in the head. You can do binaural beats. You can, (laughs) (laughs) you can literally like, you know how you hear people like Um, having a car accident. You can
1: almost, you can almost. What is it? Check out like I did where I was, felt like I was losing my mind, but it was, oh yeah. It was equally amazing like one of the most amazing experiences it's euphoric as
0: shit because it feels Mm -hmm. like i know that i'm stardust and i don't ever have to be anything but (laughs) stardust and you know like literally almost like the girl at the end of the craft where she's like in the psych ward i could fly i could fly you know and it's like you you genuinely know that you could do anything that you want it's it's at one with the universe
1: It was kind of like um,
0: infinite possibilities.
1: Well, it's like how you can hear, depending on where you're at vibrationally and um, how you know in tune you are at the present moment. I you can maybe hear like a word or a sentence, but it was like that, those four days back in December of last year. It was like it was like um, having a direct line always open to, I feel like it was the, the nine, like the, I forget the full name, but it's usually shortened to the nine. They're super, super high vibrational beings. They're like neutral. So they don't have an agenda where like, you know, some of the other, like the Pleiadians, Octarians, they might have their own kind of agenda like and i don't mean that in a negative way it's just kind of like they have their own mission where the nine kind of see all perspectives they see every outcome every uh possibility so they don't judge you know they don't have they,
0: they see all spe- all aspects of the reality. parties involved yeah like yeah.
1: i mean they want your they want what's for your highest good but like if you make a quote-unquote mistake they're not going to judge you they're going to see you know all perspectives surrounding that decision so
0: and then you'll just take an ex- the next exit and turn around and go that way <laughs> right so
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like i was in communication with my own guides and maybe even fan members too but it was just it was wild
0: yeah so. i was unanchored i was way ungrounded and that's when you understand the importance of grounding and grounding can help you in other ways too i found out today like you can literally when you ground you you are attached into the center of the earth so a, a lot of people like if you're an empath you want to pick up other people's emotions and they throw you off balance well being grounded helps you stay balanced in your own emotion and it makes you it it makes it a little bit easier for you to say hey Those aren't my emotions. Those are your emotions, you know, and, and they can't make you wobble as much as if you're not consciously, like I told you, I just put the anchor down. I just go, I've said this on my podcast before, and I I wait for it to hit the middle of the earth and it goes, you know, and then I set (laughs) the hook. (laughs) Yeah, and I set the hook. And then when I'm grounded, and then I bring myself back to my center where I'm, you know, standing here on earth. And then I shoot my arrow up into the clouds into the infinite realm of source. And then I connect myself in through the silver cord into the divinity of the white light. And that's centering myself. I am now able to channel that energy from the divine onto the planet and into the planet, you know, like, um, to bring that light and that high vibration onto the planet. So when you're conscious and you're doing that, that's, that's a really big step. Like you have, you're partially fulfilling your purpose on the planet, just bringing that energy in and helping ground it. Um, and anchor it in so the collective can benefit from it but also it's kind of like at that same time would be a good time to do your psychic protection and whatever means because if you're a sensitive empath you you're almost going to have to you're going to feel the bombardment of people every day you go into work or walk down the street you're going to feel all of these emotions coming at you and with me I just do the the tube of mirrors I'm like it ain't my job to save you i'm putting a tube of mirrors that face outward and reflect it back to you it's your responsibility to transmute that energy not me and i hate to be like nasty like that but this is me well, and my self-care you know like I, I can't yeah, save everybody you know self-love
1: yeah, yeah. we've talked about that i've, I've dealt with that before.
0: and some of the new star seeds want you to <clears throat> oh you shouldn't mirror it back to them you should transmute it and i'm like I can't even transmute my own shit right now. Like I'm just getting myself under control. Well, you guys transmute that shit.
1: Of, maybe that's the the thing is use your own intuition or your own. Mm-hmm. It's at your discretion. You know, if you feel like you're up to it and you want to help the person, that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. It, you got to take care of yourself first at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And so maybe that's the, the millennials or whoever the newest, Star seeds coming out of the gate are like, oh, I'm so fresh and new. I'm going to transmute that for you because I don't have any trauma. So, like, I can, like, send it and transmute it back to the universe into white divine light. And it's all good. I just recycled that shit for you. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not making fun of them, but I'm saying... You know, like I am not in that, I'm just now coming out of my shadow work. So it's like, I kind of want to just relax for a minute, you know, (laughs) like I want things to level out in peace, you know, get a little peace and harmony, uh, outside of the, ever since July, I first, it was like, Oh, we're going to do good at the flea market. And then it was like, Oh no, we were banished by someone (laughs) and everything sucked. And then, then I went to the place with the lady at the metaphysical shop and that was like draining and scary and facing my, the Wiccan roots and all of that. And I've talked about that a lot on here, but, um, and you, and Jacob resonates with that as well. Like our past lives, we, we were like, we was hanged, we was burnt at the stake. We was everything. I think, you know, we, we were aware of energy in other lifetimes and, um, we're, we're now having the contradiction of wait, you want us to use it? You want us to use it for good though? And you know, it's like it's kind of like, oh, how how do you get comfortable with something that you really, really misused in another lifetime? Like you you have past lifetimes where you're like, Oh, I wasn't so good with it last time. Maybe I shouldn't play with fire anymore, you know, like and and then hey,
1: um, something happened with the volume I'm having trouble hearing you
0: that's weird yeah you came in you're loud as fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well
0: oh, that's crazy yeah um
1: I guess it's just mercury, oh my God, mercury it. retrograde. Are,
0: literally I have to turn the phone down that's like so you're amplified
1: that's yeah weird. and then you're like really low
0: so weird where's my microphone on here here let me try something can you hear me now?
1: Uh, it's about the same. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh,
0: I can hear you really good.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, the volume just went down for some reason because you were pretty loud too. But I mean, I can still hear you. But
0: Oh, well, maybe it'll wave back here in a second.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah. So, anyways, um, okay, let's talk a little bit about what you said with the um, O negative, because maybe people don't know a little bit about that yet. That is a theory that's floating around the internet that um, RH negative is a protein or something that is missing from a a large percentage of people's blood types on the planet. Like only say 15% or something have the um, RH negative, which, um, Now, this is going to sound kooky if you've never heard of it before, but RH positive um, comes from the protein that exists in the blood of the rhesus monkey, which was it it kind of proves the theory of evolution to an extent because it's um, it's basically proof that we did. In fact, humans, in fact, um, evolved from, you know, like primates you know um monkeys we have the opposable thumbs we evolved we were hairy and ooga booga booga you know and all that and then then we got like language and all of that you know we developed into a higher state of being more parts of our brains developed and um then we got to where we are now and we're amazing
1: the sounds back
0: okay goody see it pop back in and so then the RH negative people, they're wondering why do the RH negative people not have this protein that shows that they evolved from monkeys? Where did they fucking evolve from? You know, and um, like the other crazy theory is, now I'm going to get into where they evolved from in a second, but I got to tell you some backstory first. Um, the other thing is, is uh, there's some, some weird things that have always been prominent in my life. I've always had a low body temperature. I've, every time I went to the school nurse when I was a kid, I was like 95 degrees. Even if I was had the flu full on, if I was throwing up or it didn't matter, I, I would, they would put the thermometer in my mouth and it would say 95 degrees, not 98.6, 95. And they're like, whatever, you're not sick, go back to class. You know, like, and um, unless I was, like, actively throwing up or something. But, <laughs> you know, it was like, and every time my mom took my temperature at home, I would be, like, 95.8 or something. I Even when I got a fever, I would just be getting to the point where people were, like, oh, 98.6, that's the regular body temperature. No, that's when I have a fever. I have a cooler body temperature than most people. I think that's why, um, you know, like, I don't know. I just have theories about things and I'm not going to get into all that, but so then there's um, highly intuitive is one of the um, conditions or things that are associated with um, the RH negative. Um, they used to say that they had like red hair and blue eyes and certain things, but that's not entirely correct. Cause I have brown hair and brown eyes <laughs> and But anyways, a lot of those things on that little checklist for the RH negative, um, apply to me and most prominently, um, about three years ago, I accidentally got pregnant because I did I just thought I was done with my period and I had forgotten my birth control and I was like, Oh, I guess I'm done. Like 40 years is enough, you know, or, (laughs) you know, 30 years is enough and I'm probably just done. And then. Um, ends up, long story short, I miscarried. And they, the doctor came into the room when I was having the DNC, DNC whatever it's called, to actually remove um, the baby um, surgically or whatever. Then they said, well, we think it's because your husband has a positive blood type and you have a negative blood type. And your blood, your antibodies attack the baby as if it was like a flu or an infection. And I was like, so my body killed the baby. Oh my God. You know, like I'm a murderer, you know, like and all of this is started going through my head, like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this, you know, and what's wrong with me? And then the hybrid theory starts coming in. And the hybrid theory is not only that, but someone but someone came to me about the hybrid theory and started talking about um <sighs> she was talking about it in the biblical sense, um, that it was a celestial being that had um, uh, procreated with a human being to create a higher race. But I've also heard the theory where it was like aliens, as we would call them in the negative sense, I like to call them galactic neighbors, but that an alien had um, played (laughs) with our DNA or mated with a human being after they got uh, kidnapped or whatever, abducted. And then now this hybrid child appears, but I personally think it could just be evolution. you know it could just be like when fish decided they were going to be frogs, they developed legs on their own. Nobody came, no aliens came and said, "We're gonna make frogs, you know, like I mean, I don't know, maybe they did, but it's like um, it could just been an evolutionary quantum leap, you know, and um you know that i don't know but the the explanation is that um somewhere in my family line or somehow some way that i don't have that protein the rh protein so with the mar- miscarriage that my body rejected a so called human baby that i could not procreate with someone who was not as evolved as me. But they can supposedly give you this shot and if you want to have a child afterwards you know you can do that. It, it makes it possible for you to procreate together. But it was interesting that all of that unfolded and that this RH negative theory is going around and I'm like I am not a fucking alien. <laughs> I'm not. I am just highly intuitive. Like <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, I feel like sometimes that it's possible, but, and what if it was really possible that I'm more evolved? But I'm like, if I'm more evolved, then I should be way smarter. (laughs) You know, like, why am I not way smarter? Why am I not rich? Why am I not, you know, I don't know. So what are your feelings on that, Jake? Like, you have to jump in and save me here. (laughs) You started this shit.
1: (laughs) Well... I think you are super smart. You don't give yourself to be able to understand metaphysics. That takes a lot of intelligence <laughs> because it's it's not like uh it's not child's play, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: well, I do have a big giant head. So <laughs> like I always had to wear guys hats cuz the girls hats were too tiny on my head so i'm like i do have uh, the beginnings of those giant noggins that they had back in the egyptian days remember when they were like the cold heads or something
1: (laughs) yes well and i read that um wizards and witches they had the cone or the pointed hats i think you told me that because Uh they knew that it channeled the energy yeah
0: and they could reach the higher chakras um with the points of their hat and i guess that would um Uh, connect them to the the chakras that were about three feet above their head or two feet above their head like the ninth and the tenth or whatever eighth ninth and tenth um that's interesting but um yeah i i always knew that i was different honey like because ever since i was a kid like i had some crazy metaphysical experiences and let's just talk about that word metaphysics um there's classic physics, which are like your Newtonian physics, which are like everything's 3D and you know it's tangible, everything's solid, and blah blah blah. And then you have metaphysics, which is and quantum physics, which proves the absolute opposite, which means that everything is just atoms bouncing off of each other. Like there's no nothing is really solid. And metaphysics refers to higher than physics. It's a energetic, um, plane or existence or dimension that is above physics and physics can't explain why synchronicities happen physics can't explain why
1: um I, I, intuition I happens that <laughs> one day that will meet each other in oh yeah and that everybody will be on the same page yeah to...
0: and some people may have to be dragged but i was dragged <laughs> i'd be like get on sled honey because you about to get dragged because I, I've been going through it since 2014. I got turned inside out and uh, had a woo, had a really I
1: would, bad,
0: so, uh, what is that? Dark Night of the Soul. I,
1: I would say mine started <clears throat> probably January January or February of 2013, but it really kick-started when I met my twin flame. Yahoo! Yahoo! <laughs> So, I'm putting that out. Who was it? I said, okay, because I cut
0: you off right when you said it, I think. So, yep, it's like, woohoo.
1: Yeah, I like dudes, so. Ah! If you have a problem with that, just.
0: But you don't, because you wouldn't vibrate to this if you did.
1: Right. No, I just didn't want to cut
0: you off when you were trying to manifest, you know, like not trying. Saying that
1: alone is pretty big because. um, You owned it. I've never done that. Probably even a year ago.
0: I love that. You owned it. So, but, um, I don't know. I'm just like, there's honey, there's a reason all this is exploding right now. We're becoming more vulnerable. We're expanding energetically. Our, what is it? Like you would want to say, like you're allowing, you're allowing the universe. You're trusting. Yeah. Like
1: it's, uh, yeah. Like a form of surrender, but not like. People might, you know, especially people that are first awakening, they might see surrender as like giving up, but it's it's not actually giving up. It's about relinquish, relinquishing control, mm-hmm. you know, like letting the universe do its part. Yeah, and
0: and surrendering like to the universe doesn't mean you're like. Oh, I have to do what the universe says. No, you have to follow what you want to do, like, more than ever. Because that's the path, the universe, like, the one that makes you light up inside. Because if you're in discomfort or suffering, it's because you haven't surrendered to what your heart really wants to do. Like, your true path is well, in not in control of the universe. It's in your control. You just have to take the reins
1: we go through shadow times or hard times because it may have been part of our soul contracts. Like we Mm -hmm. set it up as lessons to be learned. Mm -hmm. It could also just be um, the, you're kind of creating the space for that next uh, part of your life. So, um, and like, again, that's part of the surrender because we do have, a responsibility and a lot of power when it comes to creating our lives, but we're co creating. So, the universe, we have to let the universe do its part too. And it, it sees the big picture that we can't always see.
0: For real. Yeah. So. And then we can pinpoint where we want to go. We'd be like, um, I'm the best oracle reader um, on the planet. Like, you know, I'm the biggest, baddest, most awesome medium um, ever, you know, like I'm the Oracle to the stars. That's what I want to be is like the Oracle to the celebrities. And then they go, wow. And someone comes for me, you know, and like that's what I want, you know, like I would love for that to happen. Cause I don't know how, I mean, any way it wants to manifest, but like, I don't have control over how that happens. It's like, I can set my destination and the universe may take me this way and they may take me that way. And it, or may go, Roller coaster up and down, you know, but it's going to be the shortest path. And we were just talking about bitching about it. Like, you're like, wait a minute, we asked for something and now the universe is giving it to us and we're bitching the whole way. But you're still, you're taking the shortcut through the jungle, basically the path of least resistance, even though you might be resisting the whole way. That's kind of ironic. Um, you might be getting dragged, but you asked for it. So they're pulling you towards it, you know, like I'm on my long-term vision board now. I should be writing my book by now.
1: (laughs) This is kind of the delicate balance too, between, um, you know, uh, what you're creating versus what the universe is creating. And like, say you are in kind of a tough situation, how you respond to it, which I know it's easier said than done, but how you respond to it, um, it's kind of a big factor because, like Missy was just saying, that's resi- if you're responding negatively, um, you're kind of creating resistance, and so it's it's harder to get out of that. Yeah, you it might be making you effectively, stuck effectively. <laughs> effectively, you're kind of going into the universe because, again, the universe has that bigger picture, and also you can ask for the high or like the highest and best outcome for yourself and yeah um, like you said the path of least and
0: you could probably also set the intention like i want this to go smooth as smooth as it possibly can instead of like me out there saying at the bar in 2014 saying i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna write a book I'm going to write a book (laughs) and then, then uh, basically the universe said, okay, you're going to write a book. You're going the wrong way. We're going to flip everything upside down and we're going to go put you in a position where you can write the book, you know? And then I began blogging and all of this stuff started happening and doors started opening And I made my two vision boards. I made a short-term and I've checked off almost everything on that short-term board. And I've already manifested the car, one of the cars on my long-term vision board. And I'm like, you know why I'm not moving? Because I'm not setting my sights on the rest of that vision board. I'm not aligning my actions and um, thoughts and feelings with the belief that that can really happen when it's already been unfolding the whole damn time. You know, and it's like, um, this is a point where it's like, oh yeah, I asked for this path to open, but, um, now I got to this point where I was stuck and I couldn't go anywhere. It's cause I stopped asking for things and I stopped giving the universe direction. So it literally stopped manifesting things for me. They're like, now what, you know, like we see that you want a house. We, we know you want the house in Florida or know you want one here. Um, which one make up your mind, and um, do you want to stay with Brian, or do you not want to stay with Brian? You need to make up your mind, you know, like
1: that's a good point <laughs> too, because um there is a reality where you have both houses, as you know, uh-huh, all possibilities but exist. which one first but, you know right, and um <laughs> like we are still three d humans, so like we can only expand to what our bodies and our cells are capable of at the moment like Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Um, yeah because if we expand it too quickly it could you could well that's kind of negative but
0: well you could have more ascension symptoms you know
1: or you could yeah because I think that's kind of what happened with me although it wasn't I won't say it was it wasn't really negative it was just kind of overwhelming that experience yeah because you had had to be like I gotta have
0: Pluto in this mix (laughs)
1: Well, no, I was talking about last December. Oh, okay. I thought you meant tonight. lately. Okay. No, no, no. Um, yeah, because, yeah, it almost felt like, you know, I was kind of like losing my mind. Uh-huh. At the same time, I, I knew what was going on. So it's hard to explain. But Yeah.
0: Now that, we could also tell people, hey, when you have that transcendent experience and you know that you're in line with your, you've had that experience, you can't explain it. You have to go through it. Like, you'll right. know it when you get there because it's so euphoric. I mean,
1: I I remember um, towards the end of the experience, because it lasted about four days, um, we were, I was out shopping with my grandma and my sister, Christmas shopping, and we decided to go to a Chinese restaurant, and <laughs> I was having trouble pick up, picking up, <laughs> I ordered um, hot tea and I was having literally having trouble picking up the hot tea because (laughs) I was that much out of my body. Like, yeah, it was, it was interfering with my motor functions. And I could, I remember hearing them. they were like, "Um, you're going to have to go back down. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And they're like, yeah, you're neglecting your body.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not eating. You're going to, you're going to leave the planet. God damn it.
1: And they were like, (laughs) "Um, you have, you have a lot of stuff or we have a lot of stuff that we need you to do so <laughs> you're gonna have to go back down
0: and i like oh okay oh that sounds like me when I had the breath work session the energy session and and the lady handed me colored pencils within like 30 seconds of me sitting up off the table and and I flung one across the room because I'm like my hand doesn't know how to do that yet you know like I had to reintegrate my body and my spirit you know like my, I just
1: saw twenty eight, twenty eight, which oh, that's, reduces down to
0: eleven. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and my phone is just—it's like so in the red right now. It's like gonna, Uh-oh. yeah, we're getting close to the end here, but um, the well, the beginning actually—the end of one cycle, the beginning of a new—and it's like totally right, explosive, fun.
1: There are no. There are no endings, truly. Yeah,
0: and look what's (laughs) coming up. We're going into harvest. Like, Thanksgiving time is, of course, we're going to get reap what we've sown. We're going to have this great harvest, and everybody's going to have all this great abundance. And then we're going to go right into that magical Christmas spirit that people forgot that we can have all year round. You know, like, it's not just magical. at Christmas! It's magical every day. It's
1: it's all Sagittarius energy, because... Thanksgiving is basically right at the beginning of Sagittarius ah. right when the sun enters Sagittarius, which is why, you know, it's so, it's so much, there's usually abundant spurt of food and it's about thankfulness, you know, gratitude. gratitude. And then guess
0: what? Here come the Christmas bonuses. Here come the presents. Here come and all the manifestations, right,
1: right. all your wishes. That's all Sagittarius. And, you know, um, again, uh jupiter is in his own sign so this is going to be um an amazing year and
0: believe it you've got to allow yourself to believe in good things happening for you like don't be like me and be like i'm not i can't believe nothing good can happen for me you know
1: like this christmas season could change a lot of people's lives it totally
0: could like you know getting their own like podcast equipment, getting the balls to do something, getting confidence, getting whatever they've asked the universe for to get them to the next level. Like, you know, just be on here goofing and having fun and get a podcast, you know, next thing you know, you're people are sending you messages and saying, you've helped me so much, you know, like I, I started to get, and, and then you're like, I matter. I make a difference. This feels good. This feels like my purpose, you know, so, it, right. it's just awesome. And then then you don't have to um, drive your local 3D family nuts with uh, channeling all that light into their world. You have an outlet for it. You know, like, right. so you're not driving them bonkers with, you know.
1: Well, this is an outlet for us because it's like when you try to talk. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when I try to talk to my family, it's like I might as well talk to the wall. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. And Brian's like, I mean, I love him. shut up! Shut up! Like, do not wake me up. I'm perfectly fine sleeping over here. And I'm like, as long as you're not snoring, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll I honor that. there are some, like, some moments where you can kind of connect and maybe get them to go a little bit deeper. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It's... And
0: I'm sure there's stuff they ain't telling us about. Because if you're hanging out in my field, some weird shit is happening to you. I guarantee it. You know? <laughs> like, because you know how it got when, like, me and you start hanging out and then Uh, Sarah even started she opened that box she's like I lost my marker I'll go downstairs and go to the bathroom and look for another marker and she comes upstairs she's like fuck I forgot my marker she cuts open a box to replenish a product and out pops a fucking permanent marker and it flung across the damn aisle and she's like what was that and somebody well not somebody had left it in there she manifested that fucking marker. (laughs) you know what i'm saying like uh stanley got the rose quartz uh, just randomly showed up on his dryer and mine suddenly disappeared from over here you know like i have still never found that original piece of rose quartz um like it jumped timelines it went to stanley's house (laughs) because i wasn't ready for self-love yet you know and now i have another piece so you know that was for him so Yeah,
1: Rose Quartz is amazing. Yeah,
0: they they have a mind of their own, all crystals, I swear. Mine
1: I keep that, you know that one that's kind of got the pyramid top? I keep it by my bed. Oh I, I from,
0: love uh, that one.
1: I got that from Serpent Mound.
0: Serpent Mound is the shit. Come see it in Ohio, people. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh sacred ground right here. Magical ground, man. That's why when we go to Eastgate, my husband gets disturbed and we end up like wanting to well I, I empath it and i sometimes i can't transcend it and i'm like oh god i'm I'm gonna hurt him with with telekinesis one of these days <laughs> <laughs> like throw him through a window or something
1: oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> and i'm like then they're gonna be like a bad telekinetic event occurred at aldi today and in <laughs> eastgate i can see the headlines now like uh Oh Watching gosh. that movie Fast Color last night, I'm like, I might as well have just flipped the on switch. You know what I mean? Like, it is on. Like, and and no coincidence that that movie came in this weekend. Fast Color, you guys have to rent it. They basically oh. tell you how to perform telekinesis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, um, have you have you mentioned Solvana to people? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Talk about it though. I got a little bit of red left on my battery. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I... That's something I've sh- struggled with since awakening is finding a good way to meditate, and it was like they heard they heard uh, my request because I remember at some point, probably in the last few months, I... six months, we'll just say, I did mention, like, I need something solid to help me stay on track with med- meditation, and... Yeah, I was like <laughs> you kept sending me <laughs> you kept inviting me. <laughs> I was like after like the fifth time I was like okay, I get the message. They want me to download this app and it's amazing. It's free. Um like you can have access to the free sessions, but then if there's also just me- um solo meditations too that are absolutely free, so.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool app. It's,
1: it's definitely uh changed my life for sure. I accidentally
0: purchased it, but I'm glad I did because um, it's, it goes so deep and it it's tricky because they will title it one thing and you're really working on something else that helps you move that block and you would have never picked it if it would have said, how to remove your shadow work. Like, they can't title it. They have to say, free your mind. And then they'll say, we're going to go in and untie all the shit that keeps your mind bound. You know? Like, that's what they're doing. But... Um, it's, it's light codes and everything are available on there that are doing shit. You don't even know how it's working. It's,
1: you know, that label that you have, I probably would have been labeled that too. What? A certain hybrid
0: or star seed.
1: No, 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 no. A psychological term.
0: Oh, ADHD.
1: Yeah. I don't like to say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's in reality, our brains work differently and our brains just go like a mile a minute. So I think that's where I've had trouble with meditation, but I don't know that app is just, um, I can't really say it brings you into focus, focus, dude. Like it's kind of interactive <laughs> in a way. Cause like the sessions where, you know, you're like with other people or doing it with it, you, mm-hmm.
0: you. amplified energy and,
1: I don't know. It's just like the format of it. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it really keeps your attention. They call it the,
0: like something like the world's biggest virtual temple or something I forget, hmm. but it's basically gathering people together because where two or more gather, the energy is amplified like a lot more. Like when you go from one to two, it's like, um, it's really like triple or quadruple or and then you go to three and then it's like like the power of twelve or something. I forget how it goes, but it's amplified more than you think yes. it is by each person.
1: Thicker, Jonathan, yeah, I it's think. something.
0: And I'm like, uh yes, that's crazy Like how awesome that is and that they're gathering people together online and, and doing synchronistic meditations because we can't meet in a physical temple so we go meet in the astral temples and it helps a lot with your clairvoyance and opening your third eye because they make you imagine you know seeing the people around you and seeing the crystal in the middle of the room all that one did you do the one with the pineal gland where they shoot the um gold um the gold line of energy through your pituitary through your pineal and out the back of your head or something and into the crystal. I don't
1: think I've got a chance to do Oh that my one, God.
0: But... Uh, it's like literally, you can feel it like boring a hole through, like activating your pineal, you know? Like it's probably vibrating it and decalcifying it. It's probably, you know, because if mm. people, you know, if people, yeah, well, that's there.
1: And also, I've heard that's why they push the el- the elements that have controlled the world for a while and. But it's it's changing. But that's also why they've pushed milk because, and like, for, I mean, it it does have its benefits. But we don't need as much calcium and vitamin D as they say because I've heard that there's a theory that that's why they push milk because it keeps that calcified. Oh wow, I didn't know
0: that. But uh, well, use your Tom's toothpaste too, people. I go to the dentist yeah. and my teeth are perfectly. They're strong and they're perfect every time I go. I'm like, I set the intention that even though I don't have fluoride in my toothpaste, that my teeth are strong. Because I learned that from my husband. Because my husband, like, hardly ever brushes his teeth. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I know. I'm like, he's a mouthwash person. He has to have mouthwash. But he's like, he's like I don't brush mine as much because I'm, like, anal retentive about flossing and stuff and it bugs me if I don't I'm a sensory person I can feel that shit in my teeth you know and so I'm like funny about it and I can't stand like sugary feel on my teeth like a coating so um I'm yeah. anal about brushing my teeth and so um, like as soon as I found out about that I was like oh my god I have to stop using flora I'm using fluoride free Tom's toothpaste and um then um, even though I didn't create that or didn't know about that with the fluoride for a long time. I'm like it's still been programmed into the collective. You know, it's very right. strong yeah. in the collective energy. So I have to um, you know, I'm probably going to have to yeah, honor literally. that.
1: <laughs> I remember as a kid I would get it wasn't like every time Oh, dance, fluoride like... treatment. Yeah. Ah!
0: What are you trying to kill us? That shit's poisonous, they said.
1: Is that crazy? Yeah, it's
0: poisonous and
1: Plus, they made it taste good too. Yeah,
0: like bubble gum and
1: <laughs> or fruit punch. I think I chose fruit
0: punch. <laughs> but yeah, um, isn't that it crazy? Was weird foamy stuff. And that's the way they have controlled the our third eye, our ability to use our what is it? The imagination. They started taking it from us when with the fluoride treatments. We used to have to do them in homeroom
1: well, class, and that's why <laughs> they say that babies can see so much more than what we see. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say adults because we're.
0: Cause we're more they aware. condition it <laughs> out but, of it, out of this, but it all and, makes sense.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it calcifies over time. Yeah.
0: it's crazy. But, um, and it's in the water supposedly and reverse osmosis is like the only way, but I'm like, you know what? The universe will that's why I want to use like binaural beats and stuff. Cause that'll like frequencies can help probably decalcify that. When you set the intention, you go into one of those Silvana meditations and it says, um, reawaken your third eye. It doesn't matter what has come before that. Now you have the intention, the dominant intention to open your third eye <laughs> and to activate it. So it's like, but if you don't know that, then you know, or you never do it, then you would probably sit third-eye blind. <laughs> You'd be third-eye blind. You don't get to... You, your imagination is gone. Your creativity has gone. Your ability to set a vision. You know, just because I'm talking about it, a vision board is an amazing way, if you can't see it in your imagination, for you to go and shop and place your order with the internet or with the uh, universe, just like you're making a wish list on Amazon or something. Like, I ordered specific things from the universe and printed out pictures and put them on a vision board. Now I have a vision outside of me that i brought into the physical as well and spent a lot of time and energy thinking about, man, that would be a nice car or look at that house or, you know, you're invoking that feeling. So I like the old fashioned way of making vision boards because you have to actually shop for it. Then you got to cut it out. You got to print it. You got to glue it on. You got to go buy poster board, you know. And then every time you look at that poster, you're programming your subconscious with that destination, you know. So it's like, to me, I really like a physical, visual outside. And then plus the bonus of bringing it out of the astral, astral realms into the physical. You're bringing it by speaking it, by, you know, shopping for it actively, like you've already got it you're invoking it as if you've already got it. So, I don't know. I'm just, uh, that's just like a shortcut. If you can't get there in your imagination, you know, that's a good way to get your, um, get a clear vision or clairvoyance,
1: (laughs) kind of. Even so, though, I mean, like you said, you're putting something, um, you're literally... You're kind of grounding it by putting it out into the physical, like you giving said. it life and
0: like bringing it into your home. Like, um, imagining yourself, Hey, this could be a possibility. Like, who knows? Let's just try it. And now I'm driving the car that was on my vision board two and a half years ago. Uh, only I picked yellow instead of red. <laughs> so, cause I wanted to be a little bit sunshine <laughs> all year round. But, um, anyways, I think my phone's about to peter out, and we went another 45 minutes. So, (laughs) but it's fun, though. Who cares? Like, I had the time, and um, I like bouncing energy back and forth, and then, oh, look at you. You pushed me out of my comfort zone into the hybrid zone, (laughs) and I'm like, holy shit, here we go. And that, that was totally supposed to happen, so...
1: I was um, a little nervous, but, like, probably, like, five minutes in, it was just, like, like, how we normally talk.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, people, they can, like, have opinions about you or disagree with you, but ultimately, you know, unless you leave me a voice message on Anchor or Spotify... I would never know what your opinion is. And it's just like allowing yourself to speak and express yourself freely. So you don't have any threat of, oh my gosh, I'm going to get bombarded with negativity or someone that doesn't agree with it. Or, but that's why, huh?
1: Well, I was just going to say that probably goes back to our past lives where if we talked about this stuff, we were at the very least, we were persecuted or at the worst we were. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So, that's, we've had to work through a lot of the, the fear and stuff. Yeah.
0: So this is a giant step, but, but then what's even freakier is when you go and you say, I'm going to jump and go on YouTube and then now people can leave comments and disagree. And it's like, well, you gotta have enough. um You gotta be at a vibration where you're like, I am not going to argue with that person. I'm not going to feed that energy. If someone disagrees, I just have to transcend it and ignore it, you know?
1: Well, they have a right to their opinion and, um, you know, like, as Phil says, the 5B way is just to respond to it neutrally, you know, like, you could just say, like, well, I respect your opinion and Mm -hmm. kind of go on, that sort of thing. And let them
0: wake up at their own pace. Don't try to convince them of anything. But I kind of set the intention, I'm like, I know the universe would only bring positive people to me, you know, so um, they yeah, would okay. never do that to me. Like, and, and right. even if it happened at this point, I'm like, I would probably just be like, thanks for your comment. Thanks for your opinion. You know, like, cause it's, it's just people who aren't ready yet, you know, but somehow they managed to get here. So they must be more ready than they thought.
1: It also be <laughs> their own resistance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because they got to you somehow. They were magnetically brought there for a reason. So that seed got planted whether they liked it or not. So, but it might just be enough to crack open and start growing a little bit. And like, ooh, maybe like they'll have a dream about it or something. And the next thing you know, they're exploring it. And I mean, you know, like we don't know why things happen. But it's not for us to no, know. It's their journey. So, but. Okay, I'm eating bacon now, so I probably should get off here.
1: Thanks for having me on. Yes,
0: you will be yes. back. Yes. Yeah.
1: I'd love to come back. And we
0: have to do more planet talking. <laughs> <laughs> planet talk instead of coffee talk. <laughs> right. Okay, well, thank right. you. Well, bye, everybody. Thank you, Jacob Johnson. And when you come back, Or as soon as you get on somewhere, I will give people information how to reach you, because you need to teach people and offer chart readings because you're awesome with this shit.
1: (laughs) So that is my goal. Mm -hmm. That is my goal. And it might
0: flip flop. Is
1: actually my big dream is to I want to get a psychology degree. Like I want to get a PhD and and combine therapy with reading charts. Yes.
0: That's probably what we need more of is people who can blend between Western and Eastern right now, like the teachings of all of it.
1: I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like some days when I think about it, it's very daunting. Like don't well, it's gonna take, but I know that it, if, if, you, if you're thinking it and you're envisioning it, it already exists on another reality. Right. Another
0: level, so. And you gotta honor your journey. So. Right. Well, okay, and that, we've all got to do that. We've got to get better at it, so, yes. okay, but before my phone dies, and it ends abruptly and, and weirdly, because <laughs> it's all at right. 10%, it just says, so, um, we will be talking again soon, and yes. everybody has super prosperous and um, amazing
1: manifestations this whole month. Yes. happy, um, happy full moon and tourists. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. And, and happy <laughs> harvest.
1: So. Yes, happy harvest. All right. All right. Okay, talk to you later,
0: Jake. Uh... Bye everybody. Hey everybody. It is Sunday, November the 10th. We are on the precipice of the 1111 portal. We have Mercury in retrograde. We have a full moon in Taurus in less than 48 hours. We have Scorpio season in full effect. Um, we're in the tail end of sowing the Celtic celebration of the abundant harvest season that is coming in. The reaping of the harvest. Um, that All the seeds that we've been planting all year long. And guess what today is? My friend Jacob is finally joining me on the podcast for the first time. So I am going to pause this and bring him on and you probably won't notice much of a pause, but here he comes. Okay, I'll be right back.